Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the live call-in show from this past Sunday night, September 11th, 2022. During the show, Scott was in Nashville, so he doesn't join us. It's just you and me. It's the callers. And we obviously talk about all of the D23 Parks panel announcements from earlier in the day. We talk about the Run Disney races coming back to the West Coast about the reimagining of the nighttime spectaculars at Walt Disney World. Who saw that coming? What about the ships going down to Australia? We talked about that possibly happening. This and much more great, great calls during the next hour. Don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. They're standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, September 11th, 2022. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Sunday night. Or happy Thursday if you're listening here to the replay on the feed. I hope you are doing well. And at the top of the show, I do want to take a second to just, uh, you know, stop and reflect. 21 years ago today were the September 11th, September 11th attacks on our country. And uh, we do need to uh, always reflect on those that were lost that day. And more importantly, those, those folks who stepped up in so many unexpected ways and became heroes. Both the first responders... Uh, the military, and folks who were just regular citizens who helped out their fellow citizen in a time of unbelievable need and, and um, just uh, tragic situations. So our country really rallied together in that day, in the days that followed. And I just hope that, uh, you know, as our country's here in 2022, that we can get a little taste of that, where we're all Americans again, and we can all rally together and uh, and love each other like we did in the days September 12th, September 13th, September 14th. But uh, I do. I always believe that we live in the best country in the world. And I know we have lots of international listeners, and I hope that our friends in Canada and I hope that our friends in the UK and our friends in Australia that are tuned in, I hope that you believe that your country is the greatest in the world. I mean, that's kind of what you do, right? I mean, I think the Cardinals are the best baseball team because I'm a St. Louisan. You know, that's what you do. You, you You're proud of where you're from. But uh, I'm very proud of my country, and I'm proud of the folks who have served and the folks who uh, are defending us. And I'm thinking about them today, and, and I love uh, what we have here in our country. So just reflecting on that 21 years ago today. But we're going to get going with today's live call-in show. One of the great things we get to do here in our country is have discussion and talk about frivolous things like Disney vacations and get to debate, you know, hey, what happened here? Really, it's not that important, but it is important to us. And so we're going to have that discussion here today in just a minute at 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. Now, let me tell you, we're missing somebody, right? We're missing Scotty G. He is uh, he's out on business this weekend, actually for the next week. Uh, he's traveled on business to Nashville, Tennessee. Now, here's the thing. 
I definitely want to see a picture of Scott in some cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Because, now, see, that stuff is not uncommon in Missouri. We have lots of cowboys here. If, if you've ever, if you follow me on Facebook, which I'm not real active on Facebook, but if you do follow me, Mike Rallman, I retweet my cousin's son, who's actually, he travels the Western United States rodeoing, and he does it almost every single day. I didn't know there was that many rodeos, but almost every day there's a rodeo, and he's a team roper, which means him and a partner. So what happened, if you probably don't know this, because I didn't know this too much until I found this out. In the rodeo, one of the events, I always thought it was like bull riding, right? Or bronc riding. But he's a team roper, so they let the calf out of the chute. Okay, the calf goes right out into the arena, and there's a horse on either side with a rider. One of them's called the header. One takes the lasso and gets the head. The other one has to, he's the, he's the healer, and he has to catch the back two feet. And when they get both of them, that's when the time stops. And uh, my cousin's kid and his partner are two of the best uh, headers and healers, uh, team roping teams in the United States right now. So if you ever follow me on Facebook, I retweet some of that stuff. And it's kind of cool to see because they videotape all the runs. But uh, bottom line is I want to see Scotty G from Lansing, Michigan in a big Stetson in some Justin cowboy boots or something like that. I mean, how crazy would that be to see Scott in something like that? It's probably not going to happen. But I bet you Scott's going to eat lots of good barbecue while he's down in Nashville. Actually, he already tweeted me this morning at about lunchtime. He's like, starting it off right. And he looked at I don't know what the place was about, but it looked like a good Nashville barbecue joint. So I think he's doing all right because I don't think he has to start work till tomorrow. He was trying to see if he could get to a Titans game. I don't even know if they played in, in Nashville today, but he's doing okay. And he'll be back hopefully next Sunday and he can give us his thoughts on some of these D23 announcements. So let's get to, uh, let me just hit some of the headlines. Let me just go through quickly. And then we are going to uh, kind of, uh, you know, take your calls. You want to talk about, we got to talk about Run Disney. I know we'll talk about that, but we got so much to talk about. So obviously Josh Jamaro came out and kind of gave the presentation this afternoon. And they talked about this boundless future kind of thing. They talked about obviously D23 parks panel is talking about where the parks are going. And from again, I've been watching the feedback on social media and I know Phil's here in our live chat. One of my good buddies, he's saying Walt Disney world got hosed. Um, uh, you know, Disney, Walt Disney world's getting, getting stuff done right now. Um, they don't have a lot of future stuff. I will say one thing I'm super excited about. We'll talk about that in a minute. It world. But um, Disneyland is kind of hitting the jackpot with, with a few things. So it's kind of just, I'm just going to hit some of the stuff and it's going to scroll through. So uh, let's see. First thing, how about this? Happily ever after, at least the song is coming back with the fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. We've talked about this possibility. We said Disney has something on their hands that people like. Why reinvent the wheel? Enchantment is not working. I mean, it's okay. And I don't mind Enchantment. I think it's an okay fireworks show. But people are dying for Happily Ever After to come back, and they got smart. They are bringing back some form of an updated Happily Ever After show after the 50th anniversary. So that'll be cool over at the Magic Kingdom. So uh, we're going to see that. So I'm just going to go in through here. Uh, there's going to be an uh, expansion to uh, Avengers Campus out at Disneyland. It looks like the Hulk's going to there. He's going to make his uh, park debut out of Disneyland. They're getting the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Grogu is going to be roaming the, the uh, Galaxy's Edge and Batuu starting in November. So you can meet them. That's going to be pretty cool. 
Uh, let's see. I'm just kind of scrolling through because there was so much. I just want to make sure I just hit the headlines so you could talk about whatever you want so I can refresh your memory. Uh, let's see. We've got Adventures Campus. We've got, uh, let's see, the Pacific Wharf at DCA, which I just got to enjoy back in July for the first time. I got my bread bowl sample, uh, and I got my Ghirardelli's big Sunday while I was in the Pacific Wharf area. That's going to be rethemed to something called San Tokyo, which I'm not a Baymax or Big Hero 6 fan, but they're going to put IP right there. That's a land that was not IP, and it's going to get IP. I don't know how I feel about that because I'm not a big IP person, but I know that's what Disney does. So they're going to make um, that kind of just California-based land IP-based with Big Hero 6. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Paradise Pier Hotel at Disneyland is going to be renamed to the Pixar Place Hotel. I kind of like that. I think everybody likes little uh, Pixar. So, we'll, you know, that's kind of like a, just a retheming of an existing building. The, the concept art looks kind of cool with the Pixar, you know, balls everywhere and the color scheme. And I, I like that idea. They're going to bring some more dining in there that's popular with Californians. They're going to have a splash pad. Uh, the splash pad is going to be themed to Finding Nemo. So I, I like that. The place is coming in. It's called Porto's Bakery yeah, in downtown Disney. It's, it's apparently a locals thing in California. I know nothing about it. But uh, the pictures look good. The food looks good. So well, it's uh, comfort food. Uh, so I, I'll take that. Uh, let's see what else. Mickey's Toontown opens in Disneyland in early 2023. So that is coming along quite nicely with Runaway Railway at Disneyland. That's going to have a new uh, kind of queue, which is going to be pretty sweet. So there's that. There's so much. I just got to go through this quickly. Uh, what else? Tiana's Bayou Adventures opening in late 2024. So Splash Mountain will not be rethemed and kind of reopened until late 2024. So we have, you know, 24 months or more until this opens. We got some concept art with that. And they brought out a jazz band, which is always cool. Uh, to make that announcement. I love uh, kind of New Orleans jazz bands. It's pretty sweet. Here's the big one. Okay, here it is. Who saw this coming? Run Disney will return to the West Coast in 2024. We got no other details. We didn't get any dates. We didn't get any themes. We didn't get any weekends. We got nothing other than Run Disney will return to the West Coast, to Disneyland Resort, they said, in 2024. I said this has to happen now that I've been to Disneyland. I love Disneyland. I was kicking myself that I never got to run in Disneyland. And now that I can hardly walk because my knee is so destroyed right now, I'm hobbling around. I almost fell down the steps just to get in the studio to record this show tonight. But I'm getting that. We're going to get that fixed. And I'm going to run Disneyland. It's going to be awesome. So that's going to be cool. So run Disney coming back. Can you imagine the demand for that first race back to Disneyland? Haven't, been, haven't run a race out there since 2017. Sign me up. Then they're going to get a uh, new parade at Disneyland. The magic happens. They're going to get a fireworks show at Disneyland. They're getting an updated world of color at DCA. I'm just trying to get all this real quick. I mean, there was so much announced today. Let's see. Uh, oh, also, we got, do you want to talk about the new ship? How about the Disney Treasure, the sixth ship in the Disney Cruise Line uh, fleet? This one's going to have a stage right in the atrium. As you enter the ship, there's a stage right there. It's, I think, Jasmine and Aladdin theme. That's pretty cool. It's going to be kind of an adventure theme throughout the ship. Uh, the Treasure is going to follow the wish. We found out that Lighthouse Point, the second private Disney island, is is 
going right along. It's got a lot happening. I don't know if it's as relaxing as Castaway Key. There's a lot happening on that island. That's just some of the announcements. I mean, I can't get to all of them, but that's kind of the big. Oh, here's the one thing I want to talk about. Also with Cruise Line. We talked about this the other day. Cruise Line is going to Sydney, Australia. We had that question last Wednesday, right? We talked about that. They're taking one of the ships to a south on a South Pacific run where you can go to places like Fiji, from Honolulu, down to Sydney. How awesome is that? Late 2023 and some sailings in 2024. That's going to be awesome. And then, uh, what was the last one? Oh, Harmonious. Peace out, Harmonious. It's going away after the 50th. We're getting a new nighttime spectacular at Epcot. Bring back an updated Illuminations, for the love of God. Make Mike happy. How cool is that? That would be so fun. But we will see. Anyway, we are here to take your calls. I've been yakking. I need to hear from you. Because Scott's not here. I can't throw it to Scott. I cannot talk for 60 minutes solid. So the phone number is 407 413 9395-407-413-9395. Let's keep it real. Let's try to keep it positive. Let's don't make it a complaining session. I don't think there's a ton to complain about. I know Walt Disney World didn't get a ton, but right now, oh, we've also found out when the Tron coaster is going to open. And um, neither one, I don't think Scott or myself get, get credit for winning on this battle because one of us had November, one of us had December. I guess Scott wins because I think I said November. But it's not going to open till spring. <laughs> so we missed it by a lot. So you got if you're going down this holiday season, you are not going to be riding on Tron, unfortunately. All right, there we go. Scott's in the chat. So uh, give me a call. 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. So what are you most excited for? You can put it in the chat and we'll talk about it here. Carolyn Baker in the live chat is most excited, she says, for the Ventures Campus stuff. That's cool. I mean, we're getting a lot there, and it's going to expand out. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Kim says that she's tuned in from Louisville, Kentucky, and super excited about all the news. All right, let's get to our first call of the night. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike. It's Carla from New York City. How are you? Hey, Carla. How are things in New York City this evening? You know, rainy, but I wasn't going to leave you all alone without uh, Scotty G to help you out. Thank you. Um, he's, he's probably line dancing right very... now, or he's on a mecha- even better. He's probably on a mechanical bull. That would be even better. He's got to videotape it if he does. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so here is some positive news. Um, I never got to see um, Happily Ever After when it was at Disney World because there was like, you know, early part of my adult child, adulthood that I didn't go to Disney World. So I'm super excited it's coming back. But also because of this pod and because I'm going down to do my first half for Wine and Dine, um, my 60-day window opened on uh, Labor Day and I was able to book an enchantment um, a fireworks party with a friend and we're also going to do the Save of the Savannah Giraffe. 
so and taking advantage of my children not being there and doing the cool things about them. That's positive so, things that I got from this pod. Yes. Okay, let me just say that's what you do when you don't take the kids, right? One, it's cheaper because you're not paying for the kids. Uh-huh. That's 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 exactly. like that's what it always boils down to with me. You know, like I said, solar trip. Hey, man, it's a it costs twenty five percent of what it would cost if I had my family of four. And like, like you said, a lot of that exactly. stuff, the kids won't appreciate, you know, like a dessert party or some kind of a tour. And that, that's a great way to spoil yourself, especially either before or after the half marathon. This you said this is your first run Disney race. It's my first run Disney race and I'm super excited. And I broke my ankle in July and was able to rehab it in time that like started running again. I'm going to do this half. I'm going to barely make it past the balloon ladies, but it's going to be fine. But I wrote in a couple months ago and said, hey, my pacer for the race loves giraffes. Like, what do I do? And the pod suggested, um, someone else suggested, hey, why don't you do the Saber to Senator? And I was shocked that I was able to get a spot for the Monday after um, the race, which is good because we're probably not going to be rope dropping Animal Kingdom the day after the race. We're probably going to have to, like, roll in around lunchtime. But knowing that we have the tour in the afternoon makes it, you know, a little less stressful for that day. It does. And that's something good to look forward to. And it's something to say, you got to wear your medal, even if you're on the tour, so people can give you the recognition, the kudos, and you get your pictures and all these places so you can remember the, uh, the, the day. But yeah, that's, that's awesome. And it's great because this will be a huge celebration. If you had the ankle issue in July and you've been fighting through all this rehab Uh coming into November, See, that's what I'm worried about because I'm signed up for all the races for once for the next. This is the first year because Scott has done this a few times where he's done like, you know, wine and dine, marathon, princess in springtime or back in the day, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I've never done all four in one, ca- you know, one season. And I wanted to do it once because I was kind of worried with all the Reedy Creek stuff. They might not have races anymore. Like when all that was going on. I'm like, dude, if they don't control yeah. the roads, they might not be able to have races like this. When all the signups were happening. And, uh. So I signed up. Now my knee's like totally jacked up. So I'm going. I'm going to try to see what's going on with that because I can't run right now. So I'm kind of frustrated. But I'll make a comeback before my November. friend. Go get a physical therapist. Yeah, I got to do they something. They will save you. Yeah, I'm going to do something, man. Because it's. Uh, I usually just power through things. This one of things like for the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not 17 anymore. I don't think. <laughs> I, I'm 41. You are in my age bracket. Like, no, we are not 21 that can just power through. You got to do some PT and get it strong again, and then it'll heal. But um, I just wanted to thank you for um, some of the recommendations that, that like the community has had, because I'm so excited about this trip. And now it's like, it doesn't even matter how I do in the race. Like as long as I finish it, like so many other extra things that I was able to book because I'm not taking my children, which is the whole purpose of this trip. Um, I'm, I'm just like over the moon excited. And so, we got a Topolino's brunch for right after the half. Dude, you're killing it. A Topolino's that. brunch the day after that. So yeah, that, that yeah. thing's gold right there. I mean, there's a lot of people that were yeah. shooting for that. I promise we you got, that. Now, where, where are you staying for the weekend? Um, Pop. Obviously, pop. Why would you stay anywhere else? Same. I'll be there too. So look out for me. Hopefully, amazing. Cool. Hopefully, and hopefully I won't. Well, hopefully um, I won't be the six foot three guy with a limp. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> All right, good. Hey, take take I, care I of that ankle. Find you. No take, worries. Yeah, take care of that ankle, and uh, we'll see you in just a few months, a couple months. Oh my gosh, it's too soon. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Have good a good luck. Night. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye. All right, bye bye. All righty, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. Give us a call. That's awesome. I love it when somebody's getting to have a first-time 
experience at Walt Disney World, whether it's a tour, a race weekend. We have so many people that are excited in the live chat. We've got a lot of folks tuned in tonight. Really the buzz for the, uh, of course, we're going to have buzz for Run Disney because of the, the Be Our Guest podcast lizards, um, which, is, which is a good thing. But I know a lot of our lizards have run many races on the West Coast. And I know it was an anomaly when we were out there in, in July. The weather was outstanding when we were there. It was beautiful. Like if you look at my pictures on Instagram, it was July and we had on sweatshirts and shorts every night of the trip. So I know it's not like that because I every day I know it gets hot. I know it's not always like that. We had just picture perfect weather. But the whole time I was out there with Scott, I was saying, you know, I, I can't believe I missed out on the races here because I've run so many times at World where it's just oppressively hot even at those night races or even at five o'clock in the morning starts where you're running for two, three, four, five hours and you're just dying because it's so humid that you're just fighting through the, you know, through the soupy air that I want to take advantage of that on the West coast. And I never thought I'd get that chance The bam today run Disney announces that. And so we'll see how this goes. So I'm pretty excited for that. And, uh, but I can't, can you, that's going to be a lottery to get in that race. The first race, it will be a crapshoot. Not everybody's going to get in because the demand is going to be insane to get in that race. Just calling it now. All right. For uh, next call, I think from the looking at the area code, I'm looking at Indianapolis, I believe. Hey, who's joining us? Hi, Mike. It's Dennis from Indianapolis. Hey, Dennis. Long time. No talk. What's going on? Right. Hey, it's it's uh, let's talk about anniversaries. All right. What have we got? Okay. Well, you mentioned 9-11. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, 21 years ago this morning, I was on a plane from Indianapolis to Dallas. Okay. And uh, it was it was detoured to Kansas City, where I spent the night and then had to take a Greyhound bus back home. Spent the night in the St. Louis Greyhound station. Ooh, that is not a safe place. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Glad you survived that. Yeah. Yeah. That and was, then uh... on a happier note, um, 50 years ago, Last month was my first trip to Disneyland. Wow, that is amazing! <laughs> I've had you've got a lot on me. I've had uh, let's see, July, I've had two months. <laughs> and I, yeah. I fell in love with the place, Dennis. It was so amazing. Is Disneyland is just something? And everybody told me this, and I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But Walt Disney World's got everything. Why do I need Disneyland? Man, I cannot get Disney. I can't get Disneyland out of my head. It, it just grabbed me. It was so special. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the enthusiasm you showed for that. I mean, I you know every time you you were talking about it, I kept hearing a chorus of people singing, uh, "I'm so excited." You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep the Pointer Sisters back in the uh, back behind me here in the in the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and but uh, I'm I'm getting ready for my fifth trip to Disneyland here shortly. Lucky, and it's 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 crazy. I mean, it's. Uh, Hotels were hard to find. The crowd levels are through the roof. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the good news is I got a killer deal uh, to Long Beach. You know, I never would have considered Long Beach until you you and Pam mentioned it. I shouldn't have said and, it. Uh, like, <laughs> everybody's gonna fly it. No, it's awesome. I'm glad everybody's getting to take advantage of it. That airport, it was. I couldn't believe it. Like we landed there, I said, "Did we land at the right airport?" Because because we have a little executive airport by our house. But I mean, it's uh -huh. for like, you know, little like, you know, Learjets and stuff, you know, like little 12 seaters. <laughs> I'm like, I think we landed at the wrong air because I knew we flew because again, my first time out there, I'd never flown into California in my life. 
and right before we landed, I'm guessing we went right over John Wayne airport. Cause I knew we didn't fly yeah. LAX. I would have known it's big. <laughs> and like, I mean, we were low, like we could have probably, you know, we were probably a thousand feet over John Wayne and went over it. I'm like, and then we landed they're right there at long beach. I'm like, they, Pam told me this place is small, but I'm hoping we're at the right place. And then everybody started getting off. So I'm like, well, <laughs> let's get off and see where we are. Yeah. That airport was sweet. That's a great place. Yeah. Orange County is a little bigger, but the runway is still short enough. They've got to jam on the brakes to get stopped when they land. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Lock them up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to my first, my first Halloween at Disneyland. I've got, I've got a ticket to Oogie Boogie Bash, which was a real challenge because they, apparently they sold out within two weeks. I heard they sold um, out for that, like with it even faster than that. It was, uh, it was pretty fast. quick. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I was debating on whether to delay my, my purchase, but I figured out oh, what the heck I'll get one. You know, it's like the second or third day they were available. So <laughs> if you see, and that's a good call. I mean, that, that's the thing about Disney though, right now. It, and it's been like this with, with run Disney for the runners is like, it's kind of like two with Apple devices. Like I, I always get, well, I don't always like every few years I'll upgrade a phone or something. But if you want to get one, you know, on a reasonable on a phone, a reasonable on a time, or like you want to run a race or something, you you don't have time to like. And I guess this is good for the company, but they don't give you time to like consider things. Like you have to just you got to go for it, or else you know, oh, I'll think about it. Well, too bad it's gone. That's what we found yeah. with this Disney Plus special for the cruise that was announced last week. Is that all the staterooms like immediately almost all booked up? Like it was just. People are asking today, and I'm like, yeah, there's like two sailings out of Galveston that are left. It's it's insane. But, hey, I want to yeah. ask you, though, because you're doing that Oogie Boogie Bash, that that character. Now, again, I'm not a movie guy, but the uh -huh. I think he's from Coco, that live character that's playing the guitar. Yeah, Ernesto de la Cruz. Oh, how amazing is that? That is what that is Disney at its best, I think. That's what Disney yes. needs to be doing. Yeah, more of that. Absolutely. Definitely. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. You're gonna have fun. Yeah, because I mean, and I saw today that every one of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties is sold out for the rest of the year. Can you believe that? It's September 11th. Every party sold out. <laughs> like I, I read, I read on Twitter somebody posted one of the blogs that 10 years ago today was the first Halloween party for that year. So 10 years ago today. September 11th was the first Halloween party for that season. And we've uh -huh. already probably had seven or eight And every party for this whole season is now sold out. I mean, <laughs> travel's back, baby. <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, in 2019, I went to the party on Labor Day weekend and, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. It was, it was, you know, the typical good old Halloween party. Uh, but when Halloween finally rolled around, it was like, Hold it! Didn't I do all this a month ago? I mean, why are we why are we celebrating this? Like, it's already over. Come yeah, on! Exactly. You're like, it's time for turkey. Like, put up the tree. Yeah. Let's go, man. I because uh, we we used to do that because you may have been down there. I think or because we, we used to do a big thing called Epic October with the podcast. We'd have a big meetup. It was the weekend that they had the Tower of Terror ten miler. And it was always the first weekend of wine. Okay, the first weekend of the Food and Wine Festival, but this was back when it didn't start in July. It started, yeah. <laughs> I think it was the last weekend of September, actually. And, uh -huh. uh, yeah, they had a Halloween party that weekend, and I dressed up like Captain EO and I almost had heat stroke. Oh, my God, it's too hot. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was brutal. But, yeah, I, 
But it's, I mean, hey, celebrate how you want, have fun. You know, it's a good place to to have a party. You're going to, I can't, I'll love to hear about what you, that Oogie Boogie Bash, though. That'd be so cool. Yeah, it it, it looks looks pretty good, and it's in California Adventure, so uh, it's it's going to be a little different. And uh, I'm, I'm also looking forward to Cars Land. Um, I was there in 2018 for Christmas, and I really loved what they did for the decorations in, in Cars Land. Right. And so I'm sure they're going to do every every bit as good as as that uh, for Halloween. Yeah, that's that's my favorite land of any Disneyland. All of them, even Galaxy's Edge, Cars Land's my favorite. It's oh yeah, I, I couldn't. Be, I mean, I I had heard that it was amazing. When I walked in, I just I kept telling Scott and I kept telling my wife and everybody. I just kept saying, "Oh my god, like you could not make this more like walking through the movie." And I used to play that old video game on my PlayStation Two. That's how old I am. I had like the Cars video game on PlayStation Two where you just drive around Radiator Springs and you have to find things and do all these missions. I'm like, this is exactly. This is exactly exactly like what I saw on the screen. It was it was insane. Yeah, and I've seen pictures like of Halloween and Christmas out there. Ugh. I gotta I gotta get out there when my wife when my wife retires. We'll be able to do that once she's done yeah, teaching. I, I've, I've got to ask you though, when you were in Carsland, did you, did you watch the traffic light? I well, I, I mean, I look I I watched the Shaboom yeah. thing like when it when the lights all came no, on. No, no, the, the the flashing light there next to flows, the yellow flashing light. Right. In the movie, Fillmore says, "I tell you, man, every third flash is longer." Oh, shut up! I didn't pay attention to that. See, dang. Okay, well, I'm going to look at that next time. <laughs> is it, it is really? accurate. It is every bit as accurate. Oh, man. shut up! That's so, see, that's I love that stuff. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh man! Yeah, and I, I tell you, it, the, the best time for me, you know, you love the Shaboom. I've never seen that. I'm going to watch, see that this year. But if you're walking from Paradise Pier in the back way into uh, Cars Land by Radiator Springs Racers, you get there just as the sun is setting. You got this golden glow on all those mountains. It's beautiful. It's it's almost like being out in Arizona or something. It's it beautiful. Yeah, actually, Scott, Scott uh, did. We did something which I wasn't expecting because we always came in that main, you know, the main entrance there, kind of right off the main drag. Um, you know where the big uh-huh. sign is, and it's next to that ride with Mater on the yeah. left. But he, we came in one night from the backside. Where where you come in by the mountains, like where you kind of go under those that rock formation, and we right. got the best picture there of our whole group because it was kind of that orangey rust color, mm-hmm. all the mountains behind us at night. Oh, that was one of our best pictures of the whole trip. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gorgeous. But it, 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 oh, Cars Land, I could just I could oh, I, amazing, <laughs> amazing. I could, and you know, like I thought, oh, it's a little land. That's the whole thing is. And I, I'm like this about a lot of things, you know, I, I think I know because I've seen pictures, I've heard people talk about it. I've done 50 trip reports on the podcast at this point, people telling me about cars land. I'm like, okay, okay. But then you get there and like, I did, I had to pick up my jaw. Like I know nothing, you know, that's what experience teaches you. You have to be there. Cause it's not just what you think, you know, you have to walk it. You have to see it. You got to smell it. You got to touch it. You got, you have to experience it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got thousands of pictures of the parks and, um, for me, you know, they're, they're reminders of the, the, ex- what I experienced when I took that picture. I mean, I can, I can picture the whole landscape in, in my mind 
even though I've got a picture of just a small piece of it. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and you're an amazing photographer. When I see your pictures on that are on Twitter from Flickr and, and everything, they're just, you know, some of the place. Here's what I love about photography and when you share a photo of the day is that many times it's from a place I've been. And so what it does for me is it brings back a memory of a time that, you know, I did this during a race or I did this with Paige or I did this with my wife. But, you know, every once in a while, it'd be something I've never done. And it's always like a curiosity, like, ah, it's something new I got to try, you know, never done. And that's why I appreciate you putting those pictures up. Those photos of the day are great because you're really a great photographer. Well, thank you. I, I, I try to, you know, I do it for myself and, and try to write funny captions, but I'm, I'm glad to hear that people like it. No, I, I always do. I know I don't always get a chance to comment, but when I see that, it makes my day because, like I said, it'll bring up a memory or a curiosity, like, you know, I got to see that sometime. Like it's another something new I just never thought of. And it's just, you know, it's just, it's something fun. I can take a glance at it, you know, brings me some happiness and move on for the day and then see what's tomorrow. Well, with luck, I'll be posting uh, the Disneyland Christmas pictures in time for Christmas this year. <laughs> well, sounds good to me. So yeah, you're going to have a good one. So Dennis, it's been too long. So don't be a stranger. I'll try to try to call more often. All right. Well, hey, you take care of yourself, and it is so good to talk to you. Good to hear from you, Mike. All right. Take care, Dennis. Have fun. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. That was Dennis, and uh, we used to always connect back in the days. Here's the thing. Remember we had a thing called the Indie Disney Meet out in uh, Indianapolis, out in Noblesville, Indiana? That was always fun because it was a uh, a fan meet. Here's the thing about the Indie Disney meet. It was a fan meet where people kind of, it was like a big potluck. People would bring their own food. We'd have crock pots. We'd people would buy pizzas and burgers and there'd be muscacholi and uh, dollar rolls and everything. And then there was booths where there'd be all kinds of podcasts and radio stations and travel agencies and uh, speakers. We'd have uh, the 501st uh, uh, Star Wars characters. It was an amazing fan event. So I hope we get to do something like that again. I miss the Indie Disney meet because I got to meet friends like Dennis out here in the Midwest, which was very cool. All right, we have our next call. Hey, who's joining us? It's Maggie from the Mitten. Maggie from the Mitten. What's going on? Scotty G is not with us tonight, but he may be tuned in because he is in the chat. Now, I mean, I felt like we had to have some Michigan representation on here tonight. Apparently. Now, now, do you know about the district he lives in? I think it's pronounced Okamos. O- Okamos. Is that right? Yeah. Okamos. Yeah. Okamos. Okay. Apparently their football team needs a head coach because they've given and, up over. And you, think se- I, and you think I should apply? I'm just saying, I've been trying to tell Scott. So I think we need to expand out my, I'm trying to help everybody here. The football team there has given up over 700 unanswered points. I'm losing sleep over this for the kids at that high school. They need at least to kick a field goal before this season is over. My mission is that they get a safety or a field goal or something. They need to score a point before they, before the season's over. Anyway, that just, I love Scott And the band. Apparently is awesome. They got a great (laughs) soccer team. The golf team, I think he said is the best in the state. So the high school is awesome, but I'm a football guy. For the love of God, score score some points up there for Okamos. <laughs> yeah, my the school district where I work is very similar where our football team is weak and has been for my entire life. <laughs> and here I am buying a house because um, 
We have a really good football team in our school district. All right, what are you talking about? I don't want to, I don't want to admit to that. Okay, so uh, what are we talking about tonight with Disney? <laughs> uh, okay, I, I have a couple, just a couple quick thoughts. So first off, I wanted to let everybody know some Disney history. So back when I worked there, which was 2005, 2006, um, Food and Wine was six weeks long. It was October 1st to November 12th. That was... <laughs> okay. As okay, let's see if you agree or disagree. As it should be. Agree. Agree. Well, here's the it, agree. Uh, agreed for people like us, maybe right. I think if you make it like almost nine months of the year, a lot of people get the opportunity to experience it. But I just think it dilutes the experience. Like I don't want to do food and wine in July or August or September. It's too hot to enjoy it. Like it should I be agree. like a. It's like a festival kind of. You know, like a fall festival celebration to me like october november like you said boom and then moving to christmas that's what i think i don't know if you guys can hear my cat smurping so uh snapdragon is saying hi she's hey. sitting right here being like brr, brr. So hey, I'm sure you guys hear or not. that's a pretty sweet name <laughs> no that's cool <laughs> all right so i have i haven't seen i am not we've talked about this before i am not a nighttime spectacular person I'm like, let's get on that last roller coaster before they close the park person. Or let's get out of here before the traffic person. Um, so I was kind of blown away that that Harmonious and I already forgot Enchantment, Enchanted, Enchant, Enchanting. Enchantment, I think. <laughs> that they're going away already. And so I'm really curious what you think the like what the missed component was. What are those nighttime spectaculars missing that they are going away so fast? I'm really curious what you think, Mike. See, here's the thing. I, I think this one, this is just my opinion, but I think that when they put those things together, both harmonious and enchantment, because they're similar. And it, and here's mm -hmm. the thing, because they're, they're both kind of similar to world of color, which I fell in love with at Disneyland. Right. When I went to DCA, I loved World of Now I only saw it one time. Like we went there, we stood on the rail, we had the best spot, you know, available to because we waited till the second show, we waited forever, we got the very front spot on the rail. I was jaw dropping. I loved the music, I loved everything, I loved it. But the thing is, both of those shows at Walt Disney World are so into the current IP, right? They're into all these new, you know, Coco and um I don't even, you know, I don't, Encanto and all these, I don't even watch the movies. So they're into that. Now, here's the thing is an executive, I would, because those movies were so popular, right? I mean, they were so popular. They burned up Disney Plus, they burned up the theaters before COVID. These were like not miss because the music is great in all these things. But, and the thing is, okay, so you take that and you look at something like an Illuminations or a Happily Ever After, okay? Mm -hmm. Both of those, especially Illuminations, didn't have any IP. Like, it was hard to kind of put your hand on what you liked about Illuminations. It wasn't that, like, oh, I could connect with Frozen because I'm an Anna, you know, I'm a Frozen fan. I My kids love Anna and Elsa, or my kids love Princess and the Frog. Like, people just liked Illuminations, I think, because it fit perfectly for an end to your Epcot day. It was about the world. It, it was about peace. It was about bringing everybody together. You had in all day, hopefully at the at Epcot, you were celebrating 11 countries coming together and in the front of the park, science making our world better. And to me, that was like a 20 minute, we're bringing it all together before you go home. You know, that that's what, that's what Illuminations brought home to me. 
So I think that's why I like the illumination so much. I know that you're there at Disney to see, you know, all your favorite characters and hear your favorite songs, but I just think it's an oversaturation at this point. And I'm glad that did. Here's what I'm shocked about. I mean, it, and you know, I, I can't believe it to be honest, but it almost appears. I don't know if it's going to, you know, I don't know what's going on here, but it almost appears that Disney is listening to, to, to feedback. I mean, because it's been mm-hmm. strong and I mean, to, to make a 180 on something like harmonious, because they put in those huge rings, which I doubt will go away. They'll probably just incorporate that into the next show. I doubt those go away. But the thing is, like, at least they didn't ride this thing out for a decade. Because, I mean, you know, right. I, I, I'm shocked it's not there for a decade. Like, they're, they're making a 180 pretty quickly on both shows. And it's because of feedback. And I'm, I'm glad that they are because I think everybody wins. I think everybody, because I think you're going to get a better show in both places. I, that's just me. I have a hypothesis, too, now, based on what you said, which is that, you know, back when wishes and illuminations were so vastly different from each other. They were. You were. I mean, it's not like I haven't seen them. Right. But like, (laughs) but I'm not I don't regularly do the nighttime spectaculars, but um, they were so very different, such a completely different experience from each other. And so if you're telling me that, like those that currently the shows have a very similar flavor to one another. I also get why that would be a dissatisfactory guest experience. They did because they were drawing to me. It felt like, I mean, they, they were similar. I mean, they, they are because they're both there right now. They, they're both going to, they're almost like a greatest hits album of the, you know, the movies from the last five years, Coco and Canto, um, Prince, you know, the last 10 years, uh, Princess and the, Princess and the Frog, Frozen, you know, and these these songs all have great music. I mean, the thing is, like, don't don't not use those songs. Those songs are great for things like fireworks shows and parades and stage shows. I mean, that's Disney's bread and butter. I, I get that. But it doesn't. And the thing is, I don't mind it so much in the Magic Kingdom because I think the Magic Kingdom celebrates that. I think that it's OK over at Epcot to do something that is more like illuminations that doesn't have to be IP. That's just, I, I just, yeah. I, I don't mind IP. I mean, Disney is an IP company and I don't mind them putting IP in a lot of stuff, but I also think that you don't have to put IP in every single thing. Like they're taking Dino land USA at animal kingdom. They're going to put Zootopia and Moana and they're talking about that Zootopia and Moana, which Okay. I mean, but again, it's another one of those lands that was, it was, you know, people hated it. I mean, a lot of people hated it and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really revered and it'll probably be an improvement when it goes to something. Cause they're going to invest probably more if it's an IP land. But like I was thinking about this this afternoon, I love the magic kingdom because like, I love adventure land. Like I can make adventure land what I want adventure land to be. What I like about adventure land is not that it's like the jungle cruise movie. What I like about adventure land is that the lush vegetation, the torches at night, the, the drums, you know, that you hear in the background, walking around with a dole float. I don't have to have a movie associated with that. I can make connections to like five Disney properties on my own. You don't have to spell it out for I was, me. I was about to bring that up, which was that the things that have been like the most popular and most successful over time in Disney have not been initially intellectual properties, right? Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, they Caribbean, turn into it. Yeah, they, it, it's jump, like a cycle. They, 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 they turn into they became, it, yeah. 
Totally. Yeah, you're they right. They turned it you're into right. it eventually. But those things, those things that were that were genuine and and of their own mm-hmm. idea are some of the most popular and most successful things. And and I sort of agree with you, Mike. I don't always need it to be attached to a movie. I just need it to be authentic and good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's all about quality. And, and, and the thing is, Harmonious and, and Enchantment over at the Magic Kingdom they're not bad shows. They're not. Then it's not that they're not good. They're not bad shows at all. But there was, and, and the thing is, like you know, it's it's one of those things that it's it's like that intangible. You know, it's, I, I'm a sports person, and so, you know, some players just have that that something that they get it done in the big moments, right? And they they have like intangibles. That's what separates a good player from a, a great player, like a legend. You know, and the thing is, like. To me, and it's different, it's very subjective, but the thing is, I feel like Illuminations had that connection to what Epcot's mission was. Harmonious does not. Mm-hmm. Harmonious, I feel like you could, I, you could take it and put it anywhere. And I, I just think that that's a disservice to Epcot. Epcot is, it's such a unique theme park. There's no theme park like it in the world. And so because of that, Disney has to step up to the challenge where you can't just put any nighttime spectacular in that lagoon and hope that it works. You know, like Epcot, they did, they, you know, with Epcot, they did illumination so well, especially like when they added the, the tag with uh, the holiday tag with Walter Cronkite. I mean, that was just like taking something that was almost perfect and plussing it. It just fits so well, and I think that's the problem. And I know there, I'm not one that says everything has to stay like from 1998 or 2002. I get it. We need to move on, and it's hard. I mean, things are hard. I get it, but you know, I'm glad that Disney's trying. I mean, they're listening, and at least they're going to try something different and not be so stubborn because this company's been stubborn in the past. And like, we're going to ride this out. Yeah. You know, they're they're trying something. <laughs> God help us. You know, one of those things, you got to be careful what you ask for, you know, who knows what, the, <laughs> so we'll see, you know, but I'm always excited to see what's going to happen. So we'll see. Oh, me too. I'm, I'm here for the ride. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is like it, Pam and I used to say this probably 10 years ago on the podcast. I mean, cause we've been doing it for 15. Like I remember when they first put, cause we were doing the podcast before they put Jack Sparrow and pirates. And we were doing the podcast before they update. Remember when they updated the, the Haunted Mansion and added the Escher scenes and all that stuff? We were doing the show yeah. before they did that. And so, you know, the Pirates goes down for a long time. People were freaking out on the podcast. We're like, Pam and I both said, look, it's Disney. We trust them because we like a lot of the stuff they do. They usually don't screw up. We're going to be okay, and we're just going to wait and see what it looks like. And it was fine at Pirates. Haunted Mansion went down. We're like, we love Haunted Mansion. Don't mess it up. We're going to trust Disney. They're not going to screw this up. They didn't. It was better. And so, again, trust them. Let's, I mean, they, they, Harmonious isn't terrible, but I think they can do better. And I'm excited to see the next try. We'll see. It, it's a good conversation, though. It's good for Disney fans. Yeah. It gives us something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Good for podcasters. Well, Mike, those those are my only things I wanted to talk about. Yeah, food and wine used to be way shorter, and I preferred that. And yeah, I was really curious about the nighttime spectacular, so I really appreciate you and and what you had to say about that. No, I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, hope grad school is going well. So uh, what we're in September, so uh, yeah, uh, hang in there because I guess just semesters yeah, just thank getting you. going. I appreciate that. <laughs> Sparty up, I guess. <laughs> Uh, don't tell Scott this, 
Scott, plug your ears. Um, I, I did undergrad at University of Michigan, so Ooh. I'm a I'm a split mitt. That's what uh, I like to call myself. Right? Split mitten. So you probably wear the blue and maize. That's right, I do. Last year, I tweeted around this time. Um, you know, U of M has my heart, but MSU has all my money. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I like it. All right, well, hey, you take care and don't be a stranger. When you get a chance, give us a call. All right, thanks, Mike. All right, Bye. take care. See you later. Bye-bye. All righty, we have our next call. Let's hit this one here from the 603 area code. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Mike, it's Brandon up in New Hampshire. How are you? Hey, Brandon up in New Hampshire. I'm doing great. Thanks for calling tonight. How are you doing? Not too bad. Did you watch uh, a lot of the D23 today? I was watching. Well, actually, I was on a four-hour call with Disney Cruise Line. And uh, so <laughs> I was doing what I could via Twitter. I didn't watch any of it live. Uh, and also I had football on. So I was, uh, tr- you know, multitasking in, in many ways. But I, I try to keep up with all the happening. I, when they announced the new ship, the Disney Treasure, I was on with Disney Cruise Line. I said, okay, here's my one wish. Please, for the love of God, when they announce the first sailing for this one, let them make sure that ship sails on that date. Because I spent three hours today on whole uh, with guest services helping a guest who had their... Remember when the Wish didn't sail on those first three sailings? Do you oh, remember that? Sure. So those people got 50% off any future cruise until the end of 2023. And so this guest decided this weekend they have five staterooms. So I was rescheduling these five staterooms for 50% off because they got wiped out of that initial cruise that didn't sail because the ship was late and it took a, it was a nightmare. So I just told the cast member said, Oh God, they just announced the sixth ship. I don't care what it's called and I don't care where it goes. Just let it sail on time. So we don't ever have to do this nightmare again. <laughs> so I was watching oh, yeah, I and I was having a sweating. <laughs> so what, what were you excited about? It was, it was amazing to watch the fact that they actually are going to do a ship that's going down to Australia, which was a rumor that's been in the mills that nobody would admit to up to this point. Right. How cool is that? I mean, that's one I would love to do. I mean, Panama Canal was always the top of my list, but this might have just surpassed that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's the flight to Australia? What's that, 16 hours on a plane? <laughs> Furthest I've ever flown is Florida and California. I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I do want to say that I was surprised that they actually mentioned that what we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago was getting rid of Dino Land. Yep. Yep. So are you excited though, that they're going to bring, apparently bring Zootopia and Moana over to animal kingdom. Is that a good fit? Uh, anything, anything but Dino Land, to be honest with you. I mean, if I, I assume Zootopia was the answer because it's the animal kingdom, you know, you got to bring something in that's animal related, but the, the fact that Josh tomorrow also brought up behind uh, Big Thunder Mountain was going to be possibly Coco and Encanto at the same time and, and just teasers, you know what I mean? So nothing set in stone. I was just surprised that they brought that up that they would actually expand Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I was watching, so I didn't, see, I didn't see the announcement, but I was watching Twitter when it was happening. And apparently what I was getting from the, from the comments, which correct Twitter is way better to watch than the actual announcements. It's kind of like with an Apple event, you watch the comments instead of the, the, you know, Tim cook. And, um, for, for one thing, people are like, where are they getting all this land at the magic kingdom? Like all of a sudden did like, did, did they just create land? You know, they, cause they were talking about, and apparently they were just kind of blue sky and some things as they were announcing these things. They weren't like set in stone, but they're talking about Encanto, Coco, and possibly, 
like a, a villain's land, which apparently the people in the room went nuts when they talked about doing a villain's land at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, they absolutely did. The villains thing they were saying was just like a, like you said, blue sky kind of thought process, but it sounded like, I can't remember his name that was on stage with Josh tomorrow, but it sounded like the concept art for Encanto and Coco was literally legit because he brought it up more than once. The villains thing was spectacular, but I, I think you'd have to build a, a fifth park. Which was the rumor forever that they were going to have a fifth gate that had a villain's theme. I mean, that was that was kind of the rumor back when we started the show in like late, you know, when we started the show around 2008. I remember we were talking about that. It's been a while. I, I just was really surprised the fact that they brought up all this controversial stuff that apparently out on social media and stuff like that, that it's like what everybody's talking about behind Disney's back. And they literally acknowledged everything that everybody's talking about. Do you think it's because Epic Universe is has so much momentum down the street that they they just kind of want to get something out there so that it looks like, you know, it, even if you don't have concrete, you know, uh, uh, you know, earth movers ready to go on a fifth gate, that maybe you can get some. I don't know, some, some momentum out of just the possibilities of, of getting these new lands and these new IPs, these new properties kind of going up against that. At least you have a response where people are like, well, what's Disney doing? There's an epic universe down the, down the, down the way. You think it's something like that? Don't they have to, though? I mean, seriously. I mean, if Universal is going to do that and they're going to throw in their next large park but out there for two or three years from now doesn't disney really have to have something that large to keep the fan base i think so it, but i i think rumors and speculation only carry so far especially in 2022 right i mean people will talk about it for a while and it will get buzz on twitter and facebook and you know what have you discord servers all over you know the fan bases but eventually you have to put your money where your mouth is and if when Epic Universe opens and this thing is super popular. The thing is, if Disney then responds, <laughs> we see how long it takes them to get things done. Now, they do things right, but Disney moves so slow. I mean, Tron is not going to open until spring of 23. I mean, that's one attraction. That it's a big mind. attraction. I couldn't believe that he actually announced that, that it wasn't until spring, even though they've been doing <laughs> these tests for you know, weeks at a time right now with real people. And Josh tomorrow showed himself on the Tron, the Tron cycle and all these sandbag dummies they've been running for so long. How can you say spring when we're coming up toward the end of the uh, 50th celebration? To me, that was mind blowing that he yeah. said spring. I was shocked. Cause I, I'll be honest. Like I saw a tweet that said, you know, it was like USA today article or something said, Oh yeah. The, the Tron dates announced. So I was like, Oh, they, they, you know, if they announced it, it's got to be like November or like maybe Halloween. You know, I figured if they announced it, it was going to be something earlier than I was expecting. Right. I mean, because I wouldn't think like they would expect. I was so shocked that they said spring. I was like, if they're going to say spring, why do they even say anything? <laughs> like that was that was almost like disappointing news. I wouldn't have said anything at that point. I, when I thought they made an announcement, I thought it was going to be like, oh, yeah, if you're going down for Halloween, you're going to be on the Tron coaster. Yeah, I was shocked. I assumed myself October 1st. Uh, that, that's what my thought process was, and nothing about the Disney World Railroad. I mean, I was really surprised that's that there's true. only two pieces of the track left, and they didn't mention anything about it. Yeah, and that, you know, that, 
how I, I mean, that's, that's your definition of irony, right? That on the 50th celebration of Walt Disney world, the one attraction that didn't move an inch is the Walt Disney world railroad, which in essence is the attraction that got Disneyland started. <laughs> you know, it's uh, right. if you think about it, that is the definition of irony. It's crazy. Yeah, I was, I was very disappointed. There was so much about Disneyland, and I know you're a big Disneyland fan, and there was so much about all the other parks around the world. There was just so little conversation about Disney World itself, and, of course, that's that's our park. But, uh, I mean, Disneyland, they've got a lot of great things coming. The, uh, the Hulk guy was pretty cool to see that come out, Mandalorian. Uh, that was all great, but there was just so little about Disney World itself. It was very disappointing, in my opinion. Yeah, it, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, there's a lot going on at World. You know, once they finish it off with Epcot and Tron and Justin here in the live chat, he uh, says that they're relocating Floridian Way to make a little more room in the Magic Kingdom. Okay, that makes sense. So that that helps. Um, yeah, I didn't know that, so I appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things, though. And I saw somebody tweet this, and the more I thought about it, the more it was right, is that the announcements they made for Walt Disney World were things that, they could get some mileage out of, but they don't really have to do a lot, right? Okay, so Harmonious is going to get changed. Well, you don't have to really do a lot for that, right? You change a fireworks show. Same for uh, Magic Kingdom. You change your fireworks show. Uh, they're changing out Splash Mountain. We already knew that, but they spent a lot of time with the concept art reveal and the announcements there. You know, I mean, they, they spent some time on Walt Disney World, but in the end, we didn't get a lot of meat. Like you said, there's not a lot of new meat for Walt World. Where, you know, like a new parade, you know, new stuff out of it, you know, a lot of new stuff coming to Disneyland, which God bless it. I love Disneyland too. So, yeah, there was a lot of potatoes, no meat, like you yeah. said. A lot of, like, a lot of window dressing. Like, how can we make a lot of announcements without, you know, there's not a huge investment? In, I mean, there's a lot of investment already going on at World, but let's, let's kind of uh, grease the pig here and make it look good, you know, so we have like 50 50, you know, announcements, even though we don't. <laughs> Absolutely, they're good at that. No, I mean it was it. It was great watching it. I watched the uh, the parks news. I mean, Josh tomorrow, he's a showman, and he did a great job. He got a great response from the audience, which was fantastic. They did the giveaways for the audience audience members and stuff like that. It was a great presentation. I will give them credit for that. They did that amazing frozen thing that was across uh, across the world, so to speak, with the three different lady singers there singing the frozen songs. It, that that was moving. I mean, it was fantastic. But again, they just they just left so much dangling in front of Disney World, where they were they were really focused on the other parts. I think the bottom line is for me as a Disney fan. Okay, here here's this kind of the bottom line on all this, and I'm excited because you know today we're just talking about the parks panel, but you had all the streaming stuff and all the movies and you know, TV shows and all that. But as far as a parks fan, because that's what I am, I'm not into any of the other stuff. But here's the thing. The bottom line in the simplest form is that to me, we need more attractions in the parks and we need more hotels. I mean, that, that, cause what it's going to do, it's going to make more, if you can make, you know, expand the theme parks, find a little bit more room, put in more attractions and then find more beds for people to stay. Because I'll tell you what, as a travel agent, as somebody who does this full time, I struggle right now for the rest of this year. It's only September 11th. For the rest of 2022, it is a struggle to find people hotel rooms on property, which is this is a good thing for Disney. However, they're leaving money on the table. I have to tell Disney, you know, I have to tell guests many times, oh, you want to go 
first week of November, sorry, there's not a hotel room to be found on property. You want to go the second week, your first week of December? Nope, there's no hotel rooms anywhere on property. And the thing is, if you put more capacity with more attractions in the theme parks, you know, make them a little, you know, make a little bit because you got to make more restaurants and more infrastructure, more walkways and so forth. But you can do that. You're Disney. You can do that. Build a few more hotels. That would make everybody happy because then you can do all the other fluffy stuff. You can do more races. You can do all the other stuff later. But bottom line, more attractions, more hotels. That's what they need. One in one A, in my opinion. Well, you must be psyched that seeing Run Disney is coming back to uh, Disneyland. No, dude, I'm, I missed it. I, I missed it. Yeah, you're exactly right. I'm so, and Alan, who is, Alan is, is in our live chat. He's perfect. He's run every Walt Disney World marathon, uh, including the one that was out in, out on the West Coast. They did one full marathon on the West Coast. And he's saying how excited he is because he's based out of Anaheim. So hopefully he had something to do with this. We're going to say he did. We're going to give him credit. <laughs> You've got to give credit where it's due. It's got to be him. Absolutely. I'm giving it to him. Well, hey, thank you for calling yeah, in. We got it. We're going to wrap it because yeah, we're at the top of the hour. Mike, but, it was great uh, talking to you. I hey. just wanted to see what your thoughts were about uh, what the announcements were. It didn't sound like you saw them live like I did. But, uh, yeah, follow up on it. And the concept art looks fantastic for what the uh, possible new lands could be in Magic Kingdom. And also, I can't wait to see Dino Land go away and something else go in there. I'd appreciate if it was Zootopia. I mean, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for something new over there. Dino Land, I mean, it just kind of reminded me of like uh, rural Missouri. <laughs> we have a lot of those like, you know, fairs and kind of sideshow attractions here where I am. If you go down Interstate 44, that's what you see. So, yeah, I could take it. Yeah, we get our it, so. local uh, Cheshire Fair that we get once a year, too, and it's a little crap show where they put up rides in two days. Totally. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Same. Same. It's like something like, you know, in uh, Warrington, Missouri or something. It's uh, not good. Well, hey, you have a great week, and uh, don't be a stranger. Give us a holler next week. We'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. Have a good night. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. D23 special. Lots of great commentary. And the thing is, we'll continue this next Sunday night when Scott joins us again. And so much more to talk about. We could talk about what we hope the races become in uh, 2024 out on the West Coast. Still more to talk about Tiana's adventure at Splash Mountain late 2024. What do you hope to see for that? What do you hope at Dinoland? You excited for Zootopia, Moana? It, some people are complaining about Moana being everywhere. It's going to be an Epcot. It's going to be an Animal Kingdom now. What's up with that? We have a lot of fireworks shows. I want to hear everybody's opinion on this. Mine isn't always right. It's probably not. So next Sunday night, we'll do it again. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. And of course, this week, you have your three shows to tune in. Monday, Trip Report that's coming out here in just a couple of minutes if you're listening live. Wednesday. Listener questions with Pam and Mike will be here. And then Friday, Pam will join me and Ricky as well. And we'll have our panel discussion and have a good time talking Disney with you. We always appreciate you tuning into the show. Guys, I love you guys taking the time to listen to our podcast. It's amazing. We get to have this fun. This stuff isn't serious. If your favorite thing got axed or didn't make it, it's okay. This is the good stuff. This is the toy store. Let's just have fun with it. But let's enjoy it. I mean, you got to have something to look forward to. And that's what we do here. Don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd sure appreciate it if you'd give us a shot on your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. When you swing by the Magic for Less Travel, 
when you fill out that quote for me, if you mention the Be Our Guest podcast, that quote comes right to me, and you and I will be working together on that trip. So if you want that to happen, that's how it happens right there. So just fill out that quote, themagicforless.com, mention the show, and we'll be planning a great trip together. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the show. You make this all possible, and our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. It's patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Also, give me a follow on social media this week. I'd love to talk to you about any of these subjects and you know, college sports. We could talk about head coaches, the next head coach for Nebraska. We could talk about how Mizzou laid an egg in Manhattan, Kansas. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm at be our guest Mike. Let's connect on Instagram and Twitter. But for right now, let's get out of here and let's get on with your Sunday night or your Thursday. And we'll be talking a lot this week. So stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.